This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Yes, you, you, right now, listening, right now. It's brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where every Sunday you get a bonus episode of Says Who. You get me and worrying all over again. If you give it the five or ten dollar a month level, if you give it that ten dollar a month level, you also get a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. They are exclusive to you. They are awesome. They are fun. Go do that at patreon.com slash says who. I don't have any more ways of putting this, you guys. Books, mine, others. Have you read Truly Devious? Box in the Woods, please. The new book is coming. You'll be the first to know about it. But for the love of God, books. You can get your books <laughs> on the where, internet. Is this where we're at now, Dan? Is that I'm just shouting just the word book? begging. Yeah, right. basically. Uh, you can get books if you would like them and you would like to get them over the internet. You could go to kickbezosintheballs.org, our very own little bookshop where you can get Maureen's books or mine or pretty much any book and not support the man who goes to space and kills employees and all the other things that he does. Kickbezosintheballs.org. And if you're buying things on the internet, go over to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where you can get Says Who merchandise. I was working on some merchandise just yesterday. We'll soon be in the store, though probably not by the time you hear it, but there is plenty there right now, including all of our 2021 stickers available in a two-pack as a part of the Sticker Club Grab Bag. You get two random stickers sent to you. They're usually picked by my six-year-old, mailed by me. Or you can get merch made and mailed by other people at merch.sayswhopodcast.com. All right. And if we can turn to page uh, 575-12-12B. 12 what? 12B. 12 what? B. 12 what? B, B. What? C? Just, no, B. Look at your thing, Mr. We'll put it on, let's put it on the, on the, we'll put it on the screen for you, Mr. Giuliani. Just look at the screen. Just look at the screen. My phone? No, your screen. The screen, the big screen on the wall. The one I'm pointing at. Okay. Oh, the TV. Right, the TV. I'll watch it on the TV. Watch it on the TV, Mr. Giuliani. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. We have a series of texts here. Uh-huh. Uh, that this series of texts seems to be with a, uh, I believe this is a journalist named Daniel what? Sinker. He's from Chicago. Not, not ringing a bell. It's uh, not, not the old ring-a-ding in the old brain hole. Why would you have any, um, do you know Mr. Sinker? Listen, your honor, I don't know anyone that texts me. I just respond. I see. Send me a text. I'll just write you back. All right. That's uh, how I so, go. So this guy maybe sent me something. I don't know. Probably I wrote him back. It's not, it's not like well, I disclosed state secrets or anything. Well, in some of these cases, uh, Mr. Giuliani, you do actually. Well, let's clarify this. We do have Mr. Sinker. I believe we have. Do we have him on the phone? Could we patch that through, please? Okay, Mr. Uh, Mr. Sinker, Mr. Yeah, Daniel Sinker. I- yeah, am I am I on? Yep. 
Thank okay, you, Mr. Hi. Sinker. Yeah. Uh, you're coming through loud and clear. Uh, oh, we're great. just going through these uh, records of your yeah. text communications with Mr. Giuliani. With me! Yeah, with Mr. With me! I text with me! Um, how do you know Mr. Giuliani, Mr. Sinker? I don't. I, I mean, I know him the way anyone knows him. He's, you know, the, the mayor of New York was working with, uh, with, uh, working with the president at the time. I acquired his phone number. I sent a text. I didn't expect to get a response back. And then, uh, in fact, I did. Yeah. I'll write anyone. Someone sends me, I'm going to write back. Uh, you never know when you'll get a pizza that way. You'll never know. You, you. Um, uh, Mr. Sinker, there are in fact multiple communications between you and Mr. Julian from a number of phone numbers. I'm going to uh, yeah, I, multiple I, pages. I, I, I acquired uh, some burner phone numbers to be able to text him multiple times because I assumed that he would, would block any number once he decided he'd I not. don't block shit! You gotta just get right, Miss Okay. In one of these uh, instances, Mr. Giuliani, you seem to be t informing him of some developments in the election, and he seems genuinely surprised and that, wants to know your sources. I don't know. What, I don't know who I'm talking to at any time. It's not. It's just a text. It's not, a, it's not like anything's real. You know, it's not like people can see it. We, that's why we're here, Mr. Giuliani. That's why we what? have these... Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages this, that we're going I, through with these documents, well, these text documents. Oh, but could you get to the ones where I got a pizza? Uh, Mr. Sinker, um, uh -huh. thank you. It just cut Mr. Giuliani's mic for one second. Um, he's farting into the mic again. Uh, Mr. Sinker, um, yeah. do you, uh, so you have no established relationship with mr he's not your lawyer he's not oh your... no not no relationship whatsoever in fact each phone number was entirely new to him mm. as far as i know so he was simply responding without even without even knowing who who was originally sending him a text in some of these communications you do seem to express surprise that mr Giuliani continues oh, to respond and in fact doubt. gives you information um well, if you have anything to add to this, Mr. Giuliani. Listen! Listen, if, if you respond to the text is wrong, then I don't want to be right. Okay, I think is we can... Is uh... nice... Somebody sends you a text. What am I supposed... What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to ghost them? Your Honor, are you telling me that I should be ghosting people? All right, I think we've... My understanding is that's not a good thing to do. I think on that we can probably uh, break for lunch. Thank you, Mr. Sinker. Uh, that'll be all no, for No problem. Uh, thank you, Mr. Giuliani. We're going to take an hour of recess for... Yes, can one of those text pieces show up now? Uh, please, um, please, Mr. Uh, Giuliani, this time when you stand up, please make sure to pull up your pants. Listen, they're going to do what they're going to do. I'm not really in control of them. Yeah. Uh, we're going to adjourn for the time being.
Welcome. Oh, spooky. This says who? Oh, the podcast. I know. I, I really was kind of flat in delivery. Yeah. The podcast that isn't a podcast. Okay, it's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. Look, I'm doing a robot dance. I like it. <laughs> it's nice. Say your name though. Uh. That's Guys. my new name, Dan. <laughs> Just a sigh. I'm Maureen Johnson. Whose name isn't just a big sigh right now? Dan. Maureen. Well, you know what, Dan? I'll tell you something. A little side development that has been going on this week. I can't get into all the details, but we may have solved a 70 plus year mystery. Excuse me. Yeah. What? Who's we in that statement? Well, Dan. Without going into all the details yet, because again, we're putting the pieces together. Um, what the? Uh, my mother was adopted okay. when she was a baby, and this is quite a tale. I can't again go into all of it, but she uh, she discovered her adoption papers when she was a little kid, and her parents covered for it and convinced her that that was somebody else's papers. Whoa! And they. Then they burned them so oh, that, cool. that she, well, okay. they n- wanted to make sure she never, they never wanted her to know. Yeah. So they, they got rid of them. But the way then that she actually found out was when she was in nursing school and realized that her blood type and her parents' blood type did not match and mm. it, it was impossible. And she didn't, she went to some other family members who confirmed yes. And this is who, you know, grandma and went with her friend and they got her at the hospital. And so we, we're, we've known about this. And a couple of years ago, I got my parents uh, just for like a stocking stuffer, these ancestry kits, just to find our general background. And what actually turned up were some blood relatives. And we've been piecing this together for years. But finally, the other day, I was like, I need to hire a genealogist. And then within Whoa. an hour, I had a genealogist that was helping me, this amazing woman who does basically resistance genealogy to help like restore as far as I could tell, she does kind of families that were separated by the Holocaust and things like that. Like she helps recover. It's she's amazing. But basically she had cracked one of the major mysteries in this in about three hours. Holy. So we are slightly on the way to piecing together. And again, I would just want to say it also doesn't matter our family is right. our family, but this was just something we found out. We're like, well, we might as well solve this mystery because apparently sure. we have some blood relatives. Um, what I have found out, Dan, is that my name is so Maureen Johnson, it's not even funny because when I was a teenager, the Johnson side of my family is a hot, 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 hot mess. <laughs> and I said, please, God, I, just tell me I'm not a Johnson. And my mom has said, well, I have some surprises for you, in which we found out that my father was half adopted so I wasn't actually a Johnson on that side. He was adopted oh. by Mr. Johnson. But then the adoption papers, I'm really laying out the family laundry here. Man, the no only, kidding. The only thing my mother knew about from her adoption papers was that the last name was Johnson. Okay. And so what we have discovered in these steps that we have taken this week is that basically I am pummeled with Johnsons in all fucking directions. Wow. There's just Johnsons as far as the eye can see i got them coming and going if i if i attempted to change my not that i would but if i attempted to change my name i would immediately 
I believe a fissure would open in the earth and swallow me up. Man. So Johnny I am John Warren, Johnson over here. I am Maureen Johnson, by God. <laughs> well, it's good to know. It's good to know who you are. Well, I only kind of know who I am, then, but that's well, the thing, as I could be anybody. You know that you come from a long line of Johnsons. I I was I was the output of a swarm of Johnsons. Like imagine a cluster of bees and then the bees disperse and a human girl is standing there. That was me, but Johnsons. You're Johnson Prime. I am. Dan, it's been um I know we're gonna get to a lot of there's a lot of news you wanna tell me. Got some Rudy news for you. He's you got out a busy bunch of week. stuff for me. Yeah. But uh, once again, Dan, we've made our arrangements to go to the UK. Here we go. We've bought, got some new tickets. We've got a new Airbnb. You're ready. Now, Dan, <clears throat> a couple things going on in the UK right now. Yeah. The land of your birth. Indeed. Show off. Right now, uh, the UK has lifted all restrictions. Sure. It's an all skate, everyone skate going on in yeah. the UK right now. It's free skate. Uh, you don't need you don't need shit to travel there. There's no testing. Seems fine. Like they just let travelers come in. All the restrictions yeah. are off. Now the reason they did this, Dan, was that they're having a little, well, a little uh, problem. A little bit. Uh, I have mentioned this before, but it has gotten saucy and exciting, and it's a little scandal called Partygate. Yeah. And the top line of this, Stan, is that during the height, the very heighty height height of the lockdown, um, when nobody was allowed to meet, there were some parties held by Boris Johnson, the prime minister, and various officials in and out of 10 down the street. And Dan, you may be saying to yourself, how many parties? You know, like, okay, some, some people got together, but Dan... I'd just like to read to you from a little bit of the BBC's timeline. I would love it. I would love if you did. On the 10th of May, 2020, the lockdown, the lockdown sort of begins. You can only meet yeah. one person outside of your household in an outdoor setting while exercising. That was the 10th of May. The 15th of May, the prime minister and his staff had a uh, party in the garden. Hey, you know, it was nice that day. The 20th of May, 100 people were invited by email to socially distance drinks in the garden. Sure. Well, the, I mean, the first one was great. The uh, 17th of July, Boris Johnson announced plans for uh, some targeted uh, lockdowns, but, you know, everybody had to stay vigilant. Yeah. The 5th of November, they, were, they went, but went back into lockdown. Uh, then on the 13th of November, they had a uh, party. Sure. Um, in uh, 10 Downing Street. Yeah, uh, 20... wasn't in the garden in no. mid-November. And uh, 27th of November, they had a leaving event. Uh, Boris Johnson gave a speech. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Uh, 10th of December, the Department of Education had a, had a party to oh, thank staff. Fun. Yeah. The 14th of December, the Conservative Party had a had a bit of a rager at its HQ in Westminster, and they have photos yeah. of that, including the buffet spreads. Hey, yeah. The 15th of December, they had a Christmas party. Wow. Uh, and then on the 16th, they moved into the highest tier of restrictions. Sure. The super highest. Uh, and then the 17th, they had a 
party for the end yeah. of uh, somebody's leaving. I mean, they were uh, and then the 18th of party, the 18th of mm-hmm. December, they denied a report by a, a, that a party took place, but then there got a video saying that the party took place. And then um, on the 12th of April, 2021, oh. the restrictions were eased, uh, but working from home was recommended. And the 16th of April, there were two parties held by yeah. Downing Street. And then basically this goes on and on and on. But um, Man. what was found out yesterday was that during the, during the lockdown, Boris Johnson threw a birthday party for himself okay. in oh. his house. I mean, you only get one a year. That one they didn't even try to deny. <laughs> there are now so many parties. You know. With videos, photographs, invitations, buffet yeah. spreads, Look. and cakes. That hard uh, play hard. Finally, as of this morning, the Metropolitan Police that have been under a lot of pressure because all of these things were against the law. Yeah. And previously, the police said they would not investigate, as somebody at, uh, at in the prime minister's circuit explained early, uh, some time ago, the police don't investigate things that happened in the past. Yeah. Well, a police, the police are investigating this as possible criminal behavior, and there is a report due this week to find out what exactly went down. They have a two dozen party threshold before they'll begin to look in. Yeah. Wow. So to perhaps win back his wingnut base, Boris Johnson, when asked about this, there's like when they ask, when you ask him, um, did you throw have a party? He'll just say, we are continuing to focus on the things that matter to the, like he's just. Sure. He's a balls out guy, Dan. Message discipline. So he doesn't answer these questions uh, or he doesn't know. Or he was unaware that someone was in his house. Sometimes. Or he doesn't know what a party is. Or he was there for only 10 minutes. It's not much time. Or that there was a rager going on. Well, come on. And that someone brought in a suitcase full of booze. Hey. And that 100 people were invited. Well. When you could only have one. I mean. And not for drinks. Maureen Stickler Johnson, I guess. So the police and this investigative committee are going, well, it's actually just woman. It's one woman. She's going to release her report soon. And then we will find out whether or not Boris Johnson did a boo-boo. I would like them to officially name the people investigating the party police. Come on. Other people have been prosecuted for this, Dan. Sure. So, uh. So we'll see, you know, by the time we get to England, will England have a new prime minister? Basically, all of England is like at any second. Maybe it'll be you. I mean, that would be exciting. That would be. There are some crazy things going on with the British economy as well with uh, incredible jackups in food prices. Oh, good. Because it turns out that Brexit is not working as well as hoped. And oh, Weird. I mean, the food, in some cases, food prices have gone up, like, like look, look at this line. It's like this, Dan. So, that's, um, a, that's a high line. Yeah. So some people can't afford food or rent. So um, if only anyone had predicted that. 
So uh, we're going to be going into some hot stuff, hot soupy, no masks, no pants, no rules, possibly no prime minister. We'll find out. Bring a suitcase full of food. I like watching UK politics, Dan. It's um, They have cool yelling things. They have staffs and sticks and a guy where it goes order and, you know, that. I like all that. They wear wigs, right? No, they don't wear wigs. They wear these oh. robes. They don't wear. Oh, it's the the courts where they still wear wigs. Yeah. They wear the little womp womp. Yeah. If you're a lawyer, womp womp. One point we were watching a British show that was not like a court show, but had a court scene. And the teen was deeply confused as to what was going on. He was like, why is it suddenly like they're doing a historical reenactment thing? Oh, it was uh, it was like a Sherlock Mm-hmm. And at one point, they're in a court, and he's like, why are they dressed like that? I'm like, that's just what they do. I forget what those wigs are called. Wigs. There's a name for them. There's a name for wigs. your court, court wig. Your court wig. Maureen, I have maybe the, I am the bearer of bad news, but there is some Maureen Johnson breaking news that I need to inform what? you of. Dateline, Dallas, Texas. Elton John canceled his Dallas farewell concert set for Tuesday and Wednesday at American Airlines Center after testing positive for COVID-19. <gasps> no! Yeah. The announcement came Tuesday morning. This is very distracting to me. The author of this is named Dan Singer. <laughs> the announcement came Tuesday morning, hours before what would have been the Rocket Man's first Dallas show as part of his goodbye tour. In a statement, representatives for the tour said new dates will be announced soon and fans' tickets will be honored at the rescheduled concerts. Oh, man. I, this the come singer's up symptoms are mild, okay, representative good. said, adding that he is fully vaccinated and boosted against the coronavirus. Of course he is. There you go. Of course he is. There you well, go. El- Elton, get better soon, man. Yeah. He will. That dude. Well. That dude survived being a rock star in the 70s. He can survive anything. Listen, man. That guy, he has survived being a rock star in the 70s. He survived the AIDS epidemic. Yeah, he sure did. And is uh, and in thanks to that has raised absolute shit tons of money for AIDS research and and various charities. And uh my goodness. Take care, Elton. Bundle he will up. He'll make it through. Yeah. He'll make, make it through. through. Well, that's we, all the news. Uh, Great. So we'll, just uh, before mm. we started recording, Maureen. Yeah. I got in the mail my free government COVID tests. I only ordered them a week ago. Ding dong. I got a uh, an uh, email this morning saying they were coming Friday and then they came today. Mm-hmm. Did you take the them already? Did you Postal sh- Service. Did you shove that four up right up the nose? Right up, right up the nose. All four wanted to be safe. No, they're going on the shelf. They're going on the apocalypse shelf. Nice. But I was nice. excited to get them. I was like, look at that. I was very much like, well, these are going to show up in a month. But and maybe less than a week or just exactly a week. I feel like a, suddenly Walgreens has a shit ton of these new te- Like they're all over by the checkout. Oh, good. Giant piles, of, not the Binax, some new, right? New random. Yeah, the one I got is like it looks like um, it looks like a 
very much a kind of generic medical thing. It's a, and it's a box of four, which I didn't even know you could buy in this country. But also, I think that they are shipping via a bunch of different manufacturers because I saw someone today that had a two boxes of two from a, another country company, not the Binaxes. Sweet. I have to order ours still. Do get on it. Get your free tests. It's going to be literally exciting. the only piece of free medical services that we get in this country. I know. I, I felt I felt bad ordering them because we had some. No. Get them. Everyone get them. Well, Oscar has had to go back into the office this week for a little bit. So if I'm like, I think that they're testing. I think the company got some tests. So when they go back in, they had to test. Oh, okay. I think. But. I would imagine. I don't know, man. I would imagine. I'm so, Dan, I'm. I've described this as I was trying to talk to Oscar about this last night. I'm st- I feel like I've fully entered the dream state where I don't know what's real anymore mm-hmm. because we still live in this liminal space between not going out and some people who appear to do everything mm-hmm. and things are open and they're not. And <laughs> I just don't, I, my brain has stopped trying to work the problem out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's not even, it's not, it's, it's, it's realized it's like, oh, it, it doesn't, nothing compute. So I'm just going to play. It's just playing yacht rock and putting on just images of waves and gentle birds flying. It's just, it, it's given up. It's well, let's just, let's just roll. Here's some Jimmy Buffett. There you go. It's all. If you leave me now, you take away the little part of me. Got a little captain's hat on. That's some 70s rock for you guys. That is. Dan and in the morning. Yeah. There it is. It was that was a weird time when a band was like, we're just gonna be called Chicago. And then another band was like, we're gonna be called Boston. And one band said, we're gonna be called Kansas. Yeah, that's true. You could just name just your band real, from where you are. Real geography had a real moment in the mid 70s, apparently. Yeah. Just where are we? Name it that. That's it. Yeah. But, you know, now you can't walk around and be like, well, my new band's called Kansas. Got to go with we're Missouri. Yeah. Doesn't have the same ring to it. All I'm saying is, Dan, I don't know what the fuck anymore. That's fine. It's that, it's a, it's, it's not, it's what I've stopped fighting. (laughs) I've stopped fighting to try to figure it out. You've reached that point in hypothermia where you're just laying down in the snow and going to sleep. Yeah. I'm feeling warm now. Yeah. It's nice here. here. (laughs) I just don't know. And I've stopped fighting to try to figure it out. Oh, it's funny because it's true. We are recording a few minutes late because I had to partake in the kid lunch shuffle today because uh, both our kids are not eating indoors and it is three degrees outside. So they were eating inside our car. We had to 
like by the time we got back, Janice was like, this felt like a road trip. And we left, you know, at like 1125 and got back at one. The other day, I I may have mentioned that I was trying to buy classy TV trays. Yes, this has been an ongoing saga. The ongoing saga of my classy TV trays. So I bought tall. They were too tall. I bought them from CB2 and they were kind of, they, they were expensive enough that I was, I got to take these fuckers back. Uh, and I didn't have the boxes anymore. Mm. So I had to take them to the store. So I put them in a cab, put my mask on, called the store because the store said you needed an appointment. And then oh, I called wow. the store and they're like, you don't need an appointment. And I was like, well, that is not what you said before, but fine. So I walked in with these tables. I got a very snooty guy. I was like, well, I, I can't take them back like this. They were fine. <laughs> they were perfect. Like they had just come out of the box. But I don't know. He was just giving me attitude. And I'm like, dude, these <laughs> tables are pristine. <laughs> Shut up. Give me back my money. And he did. Well, that's but good. I, was, I was down in Soho. And I haven't been there in two years. So I walked around and the streets. Yeah. And it sort of renewed me a little bit because I was somewhere different. And I even went into a store because I needed a pair of gloves. Oh, yeah. So I said, I need some new gloves. I went into a store and I bought gloves. And I was so excited just to kind of walk around in a different neighborhood. And then I walked all the way home. Got some groceries on the way. So, I mean, it was like a many, many mile walk. Man. <clears throat> I know. It was really exciting. It felt walk like about. I'd gone. It felt like I'd gone on vacation and all I'd done was go a mile from my house. Well, there you go. Or some <laughs> simple living. I don't know, Dad. <laughs> well, you know, Maureen, there was someone not far from your house this week as well. Sarah Palin. One-time Republican vice presidential candidate was in New York City just this week for a defamation suit that she has brought against the New York Times. It was going to court. And uh, the case had to be postponed because she got COVID. She is loudly unvaccinated, which has to be a surprise to no one. But uh, she was in New York. And she had to test before going into court, and she tested positive. The night before, however, Maureen Johnson, she dined out at the exclusive restaurant Elio's, which, if I'm not mistaken, is not a thing that you can do in New York City if you're unvaccinated. No, you can't. They they check. They're supposed to check. They're not supposed yeah. to let you in unless they check. I read uh, an article about it today where they actually talked to the restaurant and they were basically like whoopsie yeah whoopsie they they said that they check new diners but that regulars they're a little bit more lax on because they assume they've checked them at some point and she came with a regular who they would not name so cool That's yeah cool it's good stuff thanks for spreading covid jackass yeah. Well, I mean, also, she got it spread to her, apparently. Do you really think she's unvaccinated? Well, or is it just an act? That's a great question. I think some of these people are full of shit. I, I think that she, I would buy. 
is not. She seems like someone who really enjoys getting high on her own supply. Yeah, she is ding dong. I mean, yeah. anyone that hunts wolves with automatic weapons from a helicopter is. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I think there are a lot of people. I mean, it is well known. Most of the Republican governors that are speaking out against vaccine mandates and all of that are vaccinated and boosted and everything like that. But my gut is she is actually unvaccinated. But maybe I'm just a rube. Maybe I'm just getting worked. It's entirely possible. Yeah, it's so hard. to. I just assume some of these people are. Are full of shit. I think that's entirely possible. Speaking of people full of shit, Maureen, mm. and your fine city. Dan. Hmm? You're doing the New York thing again, aren't you, Dan? Dan. I'm not. I'm Don't, not. Stop laughing. Oh, Greatest you're making that face. God damn it, Dan. Rudy Giuliani. Your best friend. Your former mayor. Has been in the news. A lot this past week, and not just for one dumb thing, Maureen, for a lot of dumb things. (laughs) First on the list, the January 6th committee has issued a subpoena for Rudy, for Sidney Powell, and for Jenna Ellis. Those are the three people who pushed the big lie that the election was stolen and the three people who held the press conference where Rudy's hair dye leaked down his face. Oh, so good. It was so Oft good. forgotten in the shadow of Four Seasons Total Landscaping, but still a truly amazing moment. Those were close together. They were very close together. Oh, yeah. But uh, all three of them got subpoenas for the January 6th committee. According to the committee, they want to talk to them because they, quote, have advanced unsupported theories about election fraud, pushed efforts to overturn the election results, or were in direct contact with the former president about attempts to stop the counting of electoral votes. We don't know what Rudy's going to do, though I think it's probably a fairly safe bet that he is not going to cooperate. But Sidney Powell, who is a real loose cannon, has said that she will testify to the committee, which, if nothing else, should be very entertaining. Well, when it when is this testimony that they're giving? Uh, I don't know. Seems why that not? The, Text Rudy and find out. Look it up. <laughs> he doesn't write me back since they took his phones, which we'll get to in a second. Since <laughs> they took his phones, uh, I've never heard back from Rudy Giuliani. So he's either on a new no, a new line or somebody was like, "Fucking stop it." I would guess he's just on a new line. He's got another dozen new phones. But that is not it, Maureen, for Rudy, because the Washington Post reported this week that he, Rudy, was one of the main people coordinating getting Republican electors convened in the capitals of five states that Joe Biden had won. They are organizing this. Like, I remember back right around when the electoral college thing was happening in mid-December, there were sort of stories of them submitting slates of electors. Like this was a known thing, but it seemed like a, a, a stunt. Um, 
they declared themselves, quote, duly elected and qualified and sent signed certificates to Washington purporting to affirm Donald Trump as the actual victor, though they were not, in fact, duly elected or qualified. Um, What is new, because we did know about these electors before, what's new is that we have learned, the Washington Post has learned, that the Trump campaign and Rudy in particular were the people working to make all of this happen. At the time, it was being attributed to state house reps. But in fact, it turns out, according to the Washington Post, quote, the campaign scrambled to help electors gain access to Capitol buildings, as is required in some states, and to distribute draft language of the certificates that would later be submitted to Congress. Uh, the campaign also worked to find replacements for the electors who were unable to participate or unwilling. The attorney general of Michigan and uh, the attorney general of New Mexico have both referred this to federal prosecutors uh, because, as the Michigan attorney general Dana Nessel has said, submitting the electoral certificates to historical archives and government officials turned what might have been a political event into, quote, an open and shut case of forgery of a public record. The attorney general of Wisconsin said he believed the federal government should investigate any unlawful act that furthered, quote, seditious conspiracy. (sighs) Okay. So that seems to be good. But Maureen, that is not all for Rudy this week. Okay. In an entirely separate set of circumstances, more than 3,000 communications from Rudy were released to the Manhattan U.S. attorney investigating Rudy's dealings in Ukraine. The communications come from more than 18 devices seized from Rudy's apartment and office last spring. They have been being reviewed all this time by retired federal judge Barbara Jones. She had to review more than 25,000 chats and messages. <laughs> To separate out what things were relevant and then what things Rudy could not actually assert privilege over. Can you, Maureen, imagine having that job? At least 8,000 of those chats and messages are from Borat. Oh, and at least 3,000 of them were sent by his ass. (laughs) Dan, a couple of things here. These are three pretty big things. Yeah. I had even forgotten what the fuck they were doing in Ukraine. Like that, that there's been so much that there was the Ukraine phone call. There was the, I, I, again, my brain has just accepted a bunch of this. Sure. Now, obviously Ukraine is also in the news this week as it seems like Russia is about to invade it, which is not great. No, not great. Um, So how does someone as incompetent in Rudy as, as Rudy is get himself involved in this many things? I mean, I think the setup of the question answers the question of the question. Mm. I think you have to have a certain level of just brazen incompetence to have your finger in so many Clearly problematic pies. 
this is really big monkey on a bicycle energy. It's, it's <laughs> just, he's involved in Ukraine. He's involved with the, the fake, the laptop, and he's got 18 phones and he's helping to, with the electors and he's, uh, and he's doing the press conferences and the, his, his, He's got the, he carries around his nameplate and he sets up office in a steakhouse. <laughs> he's farting all the time and he's drunk. He's, he's throwing press conferences at the, at the, at the four seasons total landscaping. This is a busy man. He's a very busy man. Hey, he's not young either. No. And he's so drunk. It makes me tired to think of all the things that he's doing. He's 77 years old. And so drunk, Dan. Yeah. You could be 77 and handling this. How the fuck old is Joe Biden? 612? <laughs> he's right in that mix, I think. He's, he's, I bet he's 78. Joe Biden. 79. Yep. November 20th. He just had a birthday. Yep. He'll be I mean, 80 this just year. Couple, couple of, couple of months ago. Reagan was the oldest president, right? Nancy Pelosi is 81 years old? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How many years that he was in office did Ronald Reagan actually, he suffered from dementia in office? He's early, early set, early Alzheimer's even by the end of it. Uh, But he was still in office when this was, when it, when it set in. He was in there for a while though, when he had it. It, I think it was largely during his uh, second four-year term that he really started to decline. But uh, yeah, it was not like the last month. It was a, no. it was a good amount of time. Yeah, I feel like that's something that um, we maybe don't talk about enough, that we had a president in power who many of the, the leanings that we have now can go back to the Reagan era. Yeah. Um, who actively had Alzheimer's Yeah, while in office, yeah. which is obviously no shade to someone who anyone, you know, Alzheimer's just a disease that's, you know, but you, you can't do the job of president and have it. No. And also he was a terrible, terrible man. So yeah, that also that was, it was you There's know, that. it was a bad man with a disease that, um, that made it so that he was not able to carry out, the office and yet was in office. Yeah. I always kind of imagined like if you were George Bush, who was his vice president, mm-hmm. like, wouldn't you just be like, I'm fucking right here. Just yeah. it's cool. I got this. Mm-hmm. Like, like they did when little, when little Bush went in, they literally just put in a guy that was, was just sat on him and ran everything and had a man size yeah. safe in his office. <laughs> I forgot about that. Detail Shot a guy in the face. Genie. He did shoot a guy in the face. <laughs> that guy apologized to him for being in the way of his bullet. It happens. That's the energy I want to bring into the world. <laughs> that guy, Dick Cheney, shot a dude, and that dude apologized to Dick Cheney. That is a fact. That is a thing that happens. <laughs> Maureen, can you imagine? No. Yes, maybe. Being a f- working your career as a federal judge, retiring 
mm-hmm. from your job as a federal judge. And getting on a sailboat and just having a in the Florida Keys? Yeah, the, you're in the Keys. Oh, nice. Get a call. Sailing. Gotta go back for one more job. Hold on, I just turned it down my, hold on a second. I'm, hold on, one second. I just gotta turn down my Yacht Rock. Let's just turn it down here. If you leave me now, I'm sorry, what is it you want me to do? Uh, yeah. So listen, we have just a, we need a job. You've, you've, you've proven okay. yourself as an impartial, you know, carrier of justice over many years. We need a, we need an impartial eye for well, an I, investigation we're working on. I am retired. I'm down here in the keys. I have a margarita yeah. machine. So yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we don't foresee this being a, a particularly difficult job, but it just really feels like your. Your even-keeled approach to jurisprudence would really be able to be applied one last time in this endeavor. Okay, what is it? Well, uh, how about we agree to just do it? We don't need to get bogged down in details. Well, how long? Really, we're just looking for just somebody with your just rock. You're a rock in a storm, you know? Mm. That's what we need. Again, I do have a margarita machine, so I really I'm, just want to... We're not going to say you can't bring the margarita machine. Hmm. Can I do it on a boat? Yes. Oh, all right. Well, then I'll do it. What is it? Well, I need you to review 25,000 chats and messages from Rudy Giuliani. I've uploaded them now. We'll talk to you in a year. What? <sighs> Click. If you leave That's now, your final job. Take... How few messages did she get into before she was full job bluth? I've made a terrible mistake. She. Yeah, she's got a margarita. She's wandered out to the beach. She's standing ankle deep in the water looking at the waves. <laughs> It's sunset. She's wearing a sort of slightly oversized white blouse, maybe like an Eileen Fisher number. It's got the kind of wide cuffs and culottes. They kind of come up just, they just go. And so she's she rolled can, them so that the. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's they're rolled around up. her ankles. They're loose. They come up to around her knees. She's in the surf. It's gentle. Because it's the keys, the, the sunset is beautiful. They go out and they say goodnight to the sun. It's a beautiful place. I love it down there. She has the margarita in her hand. The frost sand is condensed on the glass. A crab scuttles across the beach behind her, but she pays it no mind, Dan, because her mind is elsewhere. <laughs> the sun is dipping below the horizon. It's a dramatic sun sunset in the keys. It the orange spreads out over the water and a beautiful splash of final color as the sun appears to sink into the sea. In ancient times, Dan, it would look like the ocean was eating the sun and then would barf it back up again in the morning. That seems that's less poetic than I was hoping for. And she realizes that the dinner she's planned, which was a delicious crab linguine, is now ruined. It's going cold, Dan. It's congealing on the plate. Mm. She's lost her appetite, Dan. Yeah, I bet. Because what she has in front of her 
25,000 chats from Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) And she thinks, I didn't need to do this. I didn't need to answer the phone that day. Yeah. I'm supposed to be at Zumba. Yeah. I'm supposed to be on my on my paddleboard fighting off alligators. They got she chickens she in was the, out. They got chickens in the trees here down in Key West. <laughs> True story. When I was down in uh, Key West and I sort of got kidnapped by Judy Bloom and she thought I was feeding a chicken pancakes under the table. Sure. That's a different story, Dan. Don't feed the chicken. I wasn't, Judy. Oh, my God. She, I, she thought I was feeding a chicken pancakes, a wild chicken. And I wasn't, Dan. I was not feeding the wild chicken pancakes, even though my chick, my pancakes were raw in the middle. Okay. I think about there's a scene in the in the Wire television show, storied television show, The Wire, about uh, cops investigating a drug trafficking ring where they are listening to phone calls and you have to mark whether the call is pertinent or not pertinent and a pertinent call then continues to be recorded the not pertinent call gets dumped i just imagine she's got three she's got pertinent not pertinent and but i don't know how you tell the difference with rudy i can just see him (laughs) I think he spells his own first name with 12 J's. Like it just. This is the man who full on had a press conference at four seasons, total landscaping. Yeah. Even his, and you've seen texts that he's written to you. Yeah. Yeah. What are they going to find out? And when are we ever going to have justice for all of this, Dan? When are we going to. When are we going to find out? When are we going to get accountability for what happened on January 6th? I mean. And the fraud. When mm, are we going to get accountability? Mm, Where's my bicycle? I got four COVID tests in the mail. Get fucked, Dan. I want accountability. I just stop doing the stop doing the little jazz hands thing you're doing. Stop it. That's not enough. Well, that's all we're getting. Four fucking tests and they invaded. They pooped in the Capitol. They did. They started firing guns. Yeah. Four tests. For free. Dan. Dan. It's fine, Maureen. Says who? No, 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 no. We don't end like this. Okay. They want they they expect more from us, Dan. Who who's they in that sentence? Says Hoovians. Oh, okay. I mean, did they get their four free tests? I mean, I hope so. I hope so. But they want a button on this that's like, you know, we gotta. Uh, say something. Something. No, Dan. Something. One of your things when that you do. What do I do? You do a thing where you really light up the room. Do I? Yeah. I don't think that. They I see- think I don't think when people describe Dan Sinker, they say, mm. you know what he does? He really lights up a room. I don't think that's high on people's description list. <laughs> when describing me. Mm-hmm. I don't think they go, oh, really big beard, 
glasses, lights up the room. <laughs> yeah, people, somebody has said that we have a real Tigger and Eeyore energy. <laughs> we do. That was that was one of the more accurate descriptions I have ever heard in my life. I genuinely didn't know which one of us was which. Really? <laughs> really? Really? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that damn when he walks in, it's like he it just it's just like everything brightens up. It's hard for me to say, Dan, because I'm from Philly. So everything, I see everything through a, even though I'm happy, I still have like a veil of blood over my eyes. <laughs> oh, the old Philadelphia blood veil. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. To a Philadelphian, I'm a real happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Right. Yeah. That's why I don't get it. It's, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, Dan. Mm-hmm. Do you th- when 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 Dan when? I I mean, I'm, you're I'm, asking I'm, a question I'm, I'm, that asking, you're not going to want the answer to. I want a serious answer though. There is not going to be justice. How? There just isn't. What what if there was? If there was, that would be wonderful. But I think that we are not living in a timeline with which we will see actual real justice. I don't, I have maintained for a long time. Mm. We've been at this a long time. Mm. And there has been a very lengthy conversation about when we will see justice. Dan, the other night I watched a two and a half hour video on NFTs. You sure did. And uh, it's great. I can put up a list. It's real good. But by halfway through, I wanted to take a sledgehammer to a bank window. I mean, it really. <laughs> it's good. It it has a real will it go round in circles kind of feel to it. You're like, oh, it's just one big grift. All of it, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Not just NFTs, but like all of it. Yes. So what the, we... the, the very smart people I know that are the most bought in on crypto and NFTs, they will go, yeah, okay, sure, but everything's a grift. I'll be like, fuck, I don't have a comeback on that. It's, I mean, it's, that's the thing, yeah. yeah it, it, that, it's, just a, it's just a new grift. Yeah. yeah. A new grift with major security issues. Well, you know, details. Look, Dan, it's all good. Look, that, like we were going to bring it up. Um, I know. I got four free tests in the mail. Stop just saying you got four free tests in the mail. Well, it's pretty great. It's fine, but what else have you got going on? Like, you got a... Stuff. I played a great video game over the last week. There it is. I can tell you about that. There you go. Holy Jesus. It's called Inscription. There you go. And it is... I A few weeks ago, I talked about the the Return of the Oberdin, which was mind-blowing. Amazing mystery video game. But Inscription is like absolutely the most mind-blowing. Like it could actually be the best game I have ever played. Because it is like, it is a meta, it is a meta game about games, but also this weird twisted story that keeps twisting in on itself and like, 
it is, I don't want to reveal a lot. At its core, it is a card game, like a nerdy card game. So if you do not like nerdy card games, you likely won't engage enough to get into it. But it starts you off without really understanding what's going on. And then it begins to unfold. And then as soon as you think you know what is happening, it entirely becomes an entirely different thing. And then you get a hold of that. And then it becomes something else entirely. It is absolutely mind-blowing in a way that I just, I I played it obsessively every evening in Where'd the last week uh, on Steam. I'm gonna look for it. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look for it. Hold on. I'll pull up Steam. And Steam. it is inscription. All right. It and is I ha- truly unbelievable. It's a I little have- creepy. All right. If you don't like creepy, like and you don't creepy. like card games. It's I not like card gonna games, be for you. And I love creepy. So these yeah. are. I have a good thing. You Obviously, have a good thing. I, I've told you about Ghosts on HBO. It's the BBC show. It's my favorite. Yeah. Watch the BBC one, not the. American one, no shade. I heard somebody claiming that they really liked the American one. I am so attached to the English one that I dream about it. Wow. Yeah, I love it so much. Uh, But there is a show on Netflix that is a Swedish show. It is called Anxious People. And it is is a mystery. Ooh. And it's short. So the episodes are only a half hour. So you could watch the whole thing in like, three hours or something. And it's a Swedish show about in a town in Sweden, a bank robbery goes wrong and the, the bank robber ends up taking uh, some hostages in an apartment viewing. And then when it's about the two police officers, a father and a son who try to handle this hostage situation. And there's a locked room mystery because at the end of it, the, the hostage shaker bandit just vanishes. And it's super, first of all, it's a good mystery, but it's also incredibly life affirming. It's not bleak at all. Like a lot of Nordics, it's the opposite. It actually has all of these great things that it ultimately says about like life and justice and family and friendship and community and and the I don't want to give away too much about it, but you think you're watching one thing at the beginning, and you you are, but as it goes on, it also is other things. Oh, but it is at its heart, it never stops being a mystery, and like it doesn't turn into it doesn't turn away from being a mystery, but it's so good. I want to watch I, that. I highly recommend it. I would also recommend we are actually in the in the midst of needing something to watch because we just binged very quickly Southside, which is a comedy I think is also on HBO Max, uh, set in the South Side of Chicago about friends and the community. And it is the most absolute joy of a show. The first season was made for Comedy Central and it feels like it lives inside the boundaries of what a show on Comedy Central set on the South Side of Chicago would be. But even that is funny. But then the second season, they moved to HBO and you could just tell that the writers were like, we can do anything now. And they there is one episode that is a homage to Ferris Bueller's Day Off that is truly incredible, like just unreal 
how good and joyous and funny and yet also wholly original it is that is worth watching that episode alone, let alone everything else. But it is an amazing show. Well, there you and go, makes Dan. makes me love Chicago even as I watch it. Also, I've tried to start Steam while we've been talking and it's just failing and it's sending reports that to Apple. That sounds like Steam. I can't even get Steam open. So I can't play well, your game. It is so good. You oh, will not stop. When you start, you you will be like, I don't get it. And then you'll die. And then you'll be like, I don't get it. And then suddenly you will start to get it. Well, I can't get it because <sighs> I can't open Steam. I started playing it again last night. I was like, I'm, I finished it. And then I was like, I'm just going to start again. So you're going to keep telling me about this thing that I can't get. You'll get there. Mm. Says Who is made possible by you. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who that's our Patreon where every Sunday you get a whole nother bonus episode of says who if you give it the five or ten dollar a month level. And if you give it that ten dollar a month level, we send you a sticker in the mail every month. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email it. Hey, that's H E Y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. You can also join the fan run discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord spread the word about this very podcast subscribe somebody on twitter this week was like i was trying to describe says who to a friend Mm. and i realized all i could do was say that i've been listening for five years i've been listening to maureen and dan lose their minds thanks for trying yeah i appreciate that I also think that's an accurate description. Spread the word, subscribe, leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, February 2nd. It's a whole new month. Mm. Mm. I feel like January has lasted a really long time. And yet not at all. Mm. For me, this month has been slow. Join us February 2nd for our next episode. And from my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. And from my boat in the Florida Keys. If only. (laughs) I am Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who. Seriously, if you had a boat in the Florida Keys, I would be there. Oh, I know. Get a Says Who houseboat. We could all just live on it. Somewhere warm. Need a bigger boat. You're making a little Jaws reference. Yep. I like it.